Five, Mike. You got. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Happy Friday. Welcome into Five, Mike. football trivia presented by the Sports Insanity Network. I am Mike Griffin. Joining us tonight, we got Danny Boy Reginald, Dan Ryans, Bill Murphy, and Jeff Knapp. Gentlemen, how we doing? Doing well, Excellent. Mike. How are you? Alive and kicking. Before tonight's proceedings, that was my Vanna White-esque intro. <laughs> Take it away, old ops guy. So here we are. We're here. It's Super Bowl weekend. Before we get to the fun part of the trivia, which I know these guys are anxiously waiting because, you know, old ops guy came up with the trivia calls, except for the hardest category that is here. We got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. If you're watching us right now at 2 p.m. on Sunday, we will be going live for our Super Bowl coverage show from 2 to 4 p.m. It'll contain the best members of the SIN group. Yeah, I said it. I'm going to be there. So that's what matters. Now, we're going to have a very fun show on Sunday. So please make sure you tune in. But we got the Super Bowl coming up. And I just, we're going to take a quick poll of the five guys here. Who are we rooting for? And we're just going to start top to left. We're going to start with Danny Boy Reginald. What? Who are you rooting for in this Super Bowl? Nobody. I'm rooting for the Jets. J E T S Jets. Jets, Jets. <laughs> As they've let Dan down yet again, yeah. he's still their hardcore fan. Yeah, no, I, I honestly don't care about these teams, and honestly, they can go run hell. Wow. Honesty, I love it. Going over to the crispy man himself, Corpus Crispy Murphy. Okay. I am rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs because I do love Pat Mahomes. And I do like Travis Kelsey. But one of my big reasons, and I'm just going to be, since since Dan was honest, I'm going to be honest too. As a Giants fan, I don't want to see Philly win. But I do do think they're going to put up a hell of a fight. Jeffrey Knapp, welcome into a great Friday night show. Yes. What are you thinking? Who, Who are you picking for this one? Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs. I think they're going to win. I hope they win. I am not a fan of anything Philadelphian except for ECW. But other than that, nope, nothing Philly. What about, okay. uh, what about Philly cheesesteaks? Do you like those? Nope. Yeah, you don't like a Philly cheesesteak. Wow. Well. And last but certainly not least, Mike the Pump Master Rifkin. And so if everyone's being honest, I should be honest as well. I'm rooting for Rihanna. That is okay. who I am rooting yes. for. for. That's yes. going to be a good uh, halftime show. But if I'm being honest, I- I'm rooting for the Chiefs, mainly out of respect to Andy Reid. And for me, old ops guy, I am on the side of Bill and Jeff here. I don't want to see Philadelphia win this game. Watching Foles beat Brady. Yeah, that was that was nice. I, I enjoyed that, but it makes you talk about Philly, and I don't like having to talk about them in any sense of the way. But 
we're here to have a little bit of fun tonight. And we got five great categories ranging from 10 to 50 points. There is one old ops guy double in the list, which you can wager as many points as you have to give an idea on point of people who are here. Phil had a very impressive night with his NFL honors picks, which pushed him up to 200 points. Dan is at 125 points. Mike is at 50 points. Jeff got on the board tonight with the sweet sayings to his child before bed with a 20-point jump. (laughs) So you guys know what you have to start with. You'll be adding to it. We do have a SIN final question, which you'll be able, like in the TV show, which we will not mention its name because it's not a sponsor, you'll be able to wager as many points as you currently have. So without further ado, make sure you have your reaction lines up so you'll be able to ring in. And I'm thinking tonight, since this is Jeff's big night in his first... Jeff gets to pick from the categories first. The points range from 10 to 50. The categories are in the chat. Jeff, you can start anywhere you want, my friend. Um, hmm. I wish I could see it. Yeah, let me repost it. Just you need I them right out to you, Jeff? Sure. Yeah, please. Okay. Go ahead. Mark. Okay, we have Super Bowl MVPs. Okay. Super Bowl head coaches. You will need to name both head coaches that were on the teams that played in the Super Bowl. Okay. Penalties. You all have to do some acting. I will give you a penalty thrown in the NFL. You will have to show me the signal that is called on the field. Okay. We have NFL nicknames. This is not limited to players who played just in the Super Bowl. All right. And last but not least, we have NFL slash college football movies. I will give you a question about the movie. You have to tell me the name of the movie. If anybody gets their answer wrong, just like a TV show that we will not name, I will reread the question. (laughs) We'll have five seconds to get an answer in. This is a lot easier than having everybody put their hands up by doing it this way. You'll be able to hit your reaction. First person I see with the reaction goes up gets to answer the questions first. So, Jeff, you get to lead us off. You can pick any question with any amount of points from 10 to 50. Okay. um, I'll do nicknames for 10. Nicknames for 10. Okay. Are we ready? The Nigerian Nightmare. I know it, but I can't get the reactions up. All right, Jeff, since nobody else rang in, go ahead, Jeff. Christian Okoye. That is correct. Christian Okoye. Jeff is on the board with 10 points. Nice job, Jeff. Jeff, you remain in control. Go ahead. Uh, I'll do nicknames for 20. The Toe. Why did that change on me? Hold on. I apologize. Okay. The toe. Five, four, three, 
two, one. For all of you who don't know, Lou Grosia was named the toe because he kicked with a club foot. He was missing the top half of his foot and had a steel implant in his shoe. Joe Groza was the original record holder of 63 yards. I'm uh, uh, sorry, of 62 yards, then passed by Dempsey and then passed by Justin Tucker, obviously. Okay, no points earned on that one. Jeff, you're still in control. Uh, we'll do, let's see your nicknames for 30. The Playmaker. Mike. Michael Irvin. That is correct. Michael Irvin. Mike is on the board with 30. Okay, Mike, you are in control. Jeff, lower your hand down. Oh, sorry. Here Not a problem. I think he was just giving me a high five, so I'll high yes. five through the Zoom. There we go. Okay, Mike, yes. you are in control. Let's go Super Bowl MVPs for 20. Super Bowl MVPs for 20. You're ready. Super Bowl three, the New York Jets versus the Colts. Bill. Joe Namath. That is correct. Joe Namath. Lily Joe. All let's, right, Bill. You are in control. Let's go Super Bowl MVPs for 10. Super Bowl 27, Dallas versus Buffalo. My, uh, sorry, Bill. Troy Aikman? Troy Aikman is correct. Another uh, 10 points for Bill. Let's go MVPs for 30. MVPs for 30. Now it's getting a little harder. Super Bowl nine, Minnesota versus Pittsburgh. Jeff. I would say um, Lynn Swan. That would be incorrect. So I will say it again. Super Bowl nine, Minnesota versus Pittsburgh. Bill. Terry Bradshaw. That is incorrect. We will reset and say it again. Super Bowl nine. Dan. Franco Harris. Franco Harris is correct. Danny boy gets the big 30 on that one. Okay, Dan, you're in control. Let's stick with MVPs for 40. Okay, lower your hand, Danny boy. Oh, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's tricky. You ready? Super Bowl 22, Washington versus Denver. Jeff. Uh, Doug Williams. Doug Williams is correct. Jeff, big, big money on the 40. <laughs> okay, Jeff, you're in control. Uh, well, there's just the one left on the MVPs, correct? That is correct. Okay, we'll do that one then. Okay, Super Bowl 20, Chicago versus Denver. Bill. Walter Payton. Incorrect. Again, Super Bowl 20. Chicago versus Denver. Dan, I mean, sorry, not Dan. Yeah, Dan, I said it right. <laughs> Richard Dent. Richard Dent, Danny Boy Reginald with a uh, big name. Beauty I should not have second guessed myself on that one. <laughs> Richard Dent, and if all Richard of you don't Deere. know Richard Dent, anything he hit left a dent. <laughs> okay. Danny Boy Reginald in control. Super Bowl MVPs are done. Uh, let's go. Let's try to act out one of these penalties for 10. Okay. 
You ready? All sides. Mike. It's hands on hips. That is correct. Hands on hips. Mike on with 10. Okay, Mike, you are now in control. You know what? Let's go head coaches for 20. Oh, now, for all of you who don't know, Mike wanted this category, and it is the hardest category in the group. Super Bowl You're head welcome. coaches. You must name the head coaches on both sides. So, for 20 points, Super Bowl eleven, Oakland versus Minnesota. I think I know half. And you do not get credit for half points. Yeah. Half answers. Five, four. Dan. One of them is John Madden. Bud Grant. Boom. 100% correct. And that goes to Danny Boy. Okay, Dan, you're in control. Let's stick with Super Bowl head coaches. 20. Well, that was 20. <laughs> 20. That was 20. 10 then. Let's start with 10. 10. Then. Lower your hand. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Super Bowl one, Green Bay versus KC. Jeff. Was it uh, Lombardi and was it Hank Stram? Boom, 100% correct. Vince Lombardi and Hank Stram. Plus 10 for Jeff. Okay. Jeff, you're picking. Uh, we'll do coaches for 40. Oh, this, this, this is one that I love. Super Bowl six, Dallas versus Miami. Bill Murphy. Tom Landry and Don Shula. Bill with the correct answer. Mike, I am shocked at you. Honestly, my hand was right on it before he got there. <laughs> I so am that, shocked that at Mike on quick. that one. All right. Where's Bill? There he is. 40 so, points uh, for Billy Boy on that one. All right, Bill. Okay. So, okay. Let's go. NFL slash college football movies for 10. Okay. This one, this one was a first fun one. You ready? Ready. Burt Reynolds was in this movie twice. Jeff. Uh, was it um, The Longest Yard? That is correct. Okay. Jeff, you're in control. Uh, let's see here. We'll do um, movies for 20. Okay. Scott Bakula and Sinbad perform in this college movie and a ref who knows a lot about judo calls. Jeff. <laughs> Necessary Roughness. That is correct. Necessary Roughness is one of my favorites. Love that movie. Yes. Okay, Jeff's still in control. Um, movies for 30. Okay. James Kahn makes Omar Epps carry a ball around the field. If he fumbles, he's in deep trouble. Bill. Brian Song? Incorrect. I will say it again. James Kahn makes Omar Epps carry a football around, and if he comes back without the football, he's in deep trouble. Five, four, 
too. What? Bill, very good guess, but James Conn was in Brian's song. The movie in question is the program. Oh, okay. Because Brian's song was the only football movie I knew that had James Conn in it. So <laughs> well, it was a it was a good guess. Thank okay, you. Jeff, you're still in control. Uh we'll do uh movies for 50. Movies for 50. Bruce Dern stars in this movie to drive the Goodyear blimp as a terrorist action in the Super Bowl. And that famous movie will be always known as Black Sunday. Okay. NFL movies has one left for 40, and then that is the last one there. So, Jeff, you're you're still there. Uh, Oh, okay. I'll do 40 then for movies. Okay. Al Pacino makes Jamie Foxx into one hell of a QB. Bill. What is any given Sunday? That is correct. Any given Sunday. Okay. So there are football, I'm oh, sorry, movie questions are gone. MVPs are gone. We still have questions in coaches, penalties, and nicknames. Bill, you are in control. Okay. Let's, um, which amount is left for nicknames? We have 30, 40, and 50. Okay. Let's go nicknames for 30. For 30. I'm sorry. I I apologize, Bill. My mistake. I'm sorry. Nicknames only has 40 and 50 left. Sorry. Okay, let's go nicknames for 40 then. Okay. Bad Moon. Rising. Now, Mike, I'm giving you point oh 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 nine points for just your comment. Andre Risen was uh, the wide receiver who received that famous nickname. Okay, Bill, you're still in control. Let's go penalties for 20. Holding. Dan, I'm oh, sorry. Jeff, I'm oh, sorry, Bill, Bill, Bill. Everything just scrambled. That Old is man. correct. Bill is kicking ass tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Bill, okay. you're still in control. Let's go penalties for 30. Running into the kicker. Mike. Play a little kick out. That is correct. And I'm not doing it like a rock cat, so <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. I'll give, I'll give you an extra five points if you can get your leg high enough over your head. I can't get it over my head. <laughs> uh, how much was that? That was for 30. Okay, Mike, you're in control. All right. Let's go back to my favorite category. Let's go head coaches for 40. We did 40 already. So there's only 50 left on head coaches? Fi- we have 30 and 50. Go 30. Super Bowl 21, New York versus Denver. New York Giants versus Denver Broncos. Bill. Bill Parcells versus Dan Reeves. Bill, I am beyond impressed with you tonight. <clears throat> Bill is running the table on you guys. 
What happened yeah. to Dan Reeves, man? He ended up coaching the Giants and retired. That's what happened to Dan yeah. Reeves. Didn't he go to Atlanta too? Yeah, and then his heart was almost dead from being coach of the Giants. Uh, okay, Bill, you're still in control. Okay, let's go head coaches for 50. All right. Super Bowl 39, New England versus Philly. Mike. Bill Belichick and Doug Peterson. Incorrect. Oh, no, it's Andy Reid. Super Bowl 39, New England versus Philadelphia. Andy Jeff. Was it uh, Bill Belichick and Andy Reid? Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. Damn you, Belichick, for going to the Super Bowl so often. (laughs) So we have. Then they all just come together, you know? We have two categories that have questions left one being penalties with 50 points, and one being nicknames with 10 points. And I am ready for whichever one you are ready to pick, Jeff. Uh, I'll do penalties for 50. Intentional grounding. Mike. Yes. That is correct. Dan, where are you tonight? You're quicker. (laughs) Dude, I've always told you guys I'm a fat guy who's like James Bond. I have that kind of stealth. So we have one question left, and that is in NFL nicknames. To me, it's one of the more fitting nicknames of any player. No, it's not Troy Aikman. I'm not making it that easy. You ready? Ready. Yep. The assassin. Blows out. The famous Oakland Raider Jack Tatum. This guy laid a hand on you or got close to you? Forget it. It makes Brian Dawkins, John Lynch, and Darren Woodson look like pussycats the way this guy hit. Was he in the 70s? Yes. I was going to say. (laughs) Jack, uh, Jack Tatum changed the safety position. Forever. Okay. So you have your points listed down. Bill, I'm sure you have everything accounted for. Do I need you to add you up? Um, As in, as in, tell me what, how many points I have or. Correct. I'm just uh, more or less not just directed at you, Bill. If anybody needs before we get into the final. Add me up. (laughs) Please add Dan up. Dan with your initial start. And your catch-up, Dan, you're at 120 plus what you had to start with. Bill, your 200 to start with is now to 60, 300, 330. Impressive. Jeff, your point total is 30, 70, 80, 90, 110. 160. Mike, your point total to start with and add 30, 60, 110, and add 120 to that. So for me, it'd be what, 140? Yes. I'm at 170. So you do not have to wager everything. You wager as much as you want. And then well, this cap. I only had 20 points, right? To start? Correct. Yeah. And we will 
accumulate these points as we get to the end of the year. And for all, and the only person who wasn't here was Jeff. We had three very great prizes go out for uh, prizes this year, as Mike received a three of three Brooks Robinson baseball. Bill ended up with the Alfred Simmons autograph football jersey, and Danny Boy Reginald got the Brett Beatty autograph rookie card. Three nice prizes. They're only going to get better this year. So have your pens, paper, and writing material ready. You will get 15 seconds to write down your answer. Not the normal 30. And I ain't singing the tune. <laughs> so here we go. Who has the longest return in Super Bowl history? Time begins now. No, it was not a dog. Nope. You said longest return? Longest return. That means either punt or kick return. Oh, so you're not counting an interception? No. Okay. 15 seconds starts now. Six seconds, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, pages up. I will call on you at one at a time. You will then tell me how many points you are wagering and show your answer. So we are going to start with the hottest person tonight. We're going to start with Bill. Bill is I'm going to be honest. I didn't know. I wagered 100, and I didn't know this answer. So, so what did you write down? Question mark. Who? Question, Question mark. mark. I had no idea. Question mark. Okay. Yeah. So Bill loses 100. Okay. We're going to the next hottest person, and that was Jeff. Jeff, what? how many points are you wagering? 60 points. And what is your answer? It was uh, Devin Hester. That is incorrect. Yep. Good guess, though. That's yes. probably who I would have picked. We are going... To Michael, the pun master, Rifkin. Mike, how many points are you wagering? 30. And your answer? Same as Jeff. I went Devin Hester. That is incorrect. Last but certainly not least, because he has the highest title of us in the room, our vice president in charge, Danny. Boy, Reginald, how many points are you wagering? My pen stinks. Uh, let me figure that, out. That's not a point, man, but okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. How, how do we translate points into pen not working? <laughs> we'll give Dan an extra second. Well, since Dan is the last one, we're going to let Dan call it out. Dan, you just tell us how many points you're... you're, you're I'm wagering waiting. the whole thing. Dan is going all oh, in. He's all oh. in. He's a poker player. All in player. at 140. All right, Danny boy, who do you got? The wild guess. Jacoby Jones, Danny Boy Reginald with a 108-yard return in Super Bowl wow. 37. Danny Boy Reginald doubles up to 280. Nice. What a night. Now I'm just doing some quick math. 280 on Dan. 210, 20, 70, 310, 320. 330. Danny Boy Reginald with the going all in 
pulls himself to the points lead for tonight. Danny Boy Reginald will win the three jersey cards, going to be sent his way. And a good thing for where Dan lives, they are Washington Commander jersey cards, so it fits. Very <laughs> but I promise it's not Carson Wentz. I'm not that mean. So that is what we have for Super Bowl trivia here for tonight. Now we're going to get into a little bit. We're not going to go too much into the game because we're going to save all that for Sunday. And what we want to talk about, I mean, a little bit about tonight is the coaches. And the two coaches on either sides, their experience, their being able to read a play better than Tony Romo in the booth is why they are where they are. Andy Reid, coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, I don't believe I just did that. Son of a, wow. Andy Reid, coach of the Chiefs, has been here before, ladies and gentlemen. And the Eagles head coach, which right now, I feel embarrassed not just to say his name because I called the wrong guy on the wrong side. Has a lot, but he's got a great defense. So we're just going to go around the room to talk about these coaches. We're going to start with Jeff. Jeff, we got Andy Reid and Sartanian. What do we got going? What are you thinking for these two coaches? Well, I, I just, I just think Andy Reid is going to out coach him. I, I just truly believe it. I. I respected and hated Andy Reid when he was with Philadelphia. I, I, I thought when he left, I mean, maybe it was his time for, for his, his time to leave there when he did, and I felt bad for him. And it's hard to say that as a Giants fan. But now, you know, with everything he's done and brought um, Mahomes along and how he's dealt with that team and losing one of their star wide receivers, um, He's done a phenomenal job. I just think he's going to he's going to be that little nudge that edges the Chiefs over for the for the win on Sunday. Okay. Bill. I think that um Andy Reid is, you know, Andy Reid, how he has been working with Pat Mahomes and Kelsey. I think he's gonna be I think it's going to be a good coaching match, but also with Sirianni, who has come, who has, you know, who is here with Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, and Devontae Smith. I will say this: I didn't pick Sirianni for Coach of the Year because he came with a team that was already stacked. So, but I think Sirianni is a good coach. And also, fun fact: both team, both coaches have had to do have had positions in the opposite teams like Andy Reid was of course head coach of Philly and Sirianni was like the quality control and I think the quarterback coach of Kansas City at one point so I think we both have two great coaches and I think and I think on the coaching wise this is going to be a very very tight game vice president in charge coaching matchup yes look it's going to be interesting I am expecting a very big offensive game. Granted, because it's two offensive-minded coaches. Um, But I also expect Philly's defense to rock out because they've been rocking out all season. Um, And 
you know, at the same time, Mahomes is something to watch out for. So, yeah, no, I think it's going to be pretty much a chess match between the coaches. And it's going to be very interesting to see. And, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch them burn in hell. And that's how you really feel, Dan. And all, all I, actually, I kind of understand Dan. So I'm I, I, I don't care for these coaches. I, I really don't. Like I, I, Andy Reid has a Super Bowl. He's been to Super Bowl many times. Like you know, like I, I want new blood. And we get the we're getting it with Sirianni, but. I want newer blood. Tired of the same people. So, burning hell. Mike, I don't know how you're going to follow that act, but if anyone can, it's you. And you're muted. The first part is I'm not going to tell them to burn in hell. That's (laughs) the first part. Um, I don't think it's a question of the head coach. I think it's a question of which DC and that's Steve Spagnolo and Jonathan Gannon, who I believe should have been a head coach during this cycle, but maybe next year, which DC does a better job here? Because these were the top two defenses in terms of sacks on the year. Philly at 70 and I think KC was at 55. So whichever defense can divvy up a, a better game plan, will win this game. So I think for the Chiefs, Andy Reid going into this, I think you're going to see a lot of screens from Kansas City. That'll open up maybe Kelsey down the field, or if Juju wants to make an appearance, or Bill's hero, Kadarius Toney. Um, and, and I think for Philly defense, or offensively, I think everyone's expecting you to run the ball down Casey's throat. I think I'd open it up a little bit with Hurts. Start with some quick passes, get him into a rhythm. Maybe that opens up the running game, and you can hold a Chris Jones back. But I'm I'm intrigued by the adjustments the DCs are going to have to make during the game. So if I take all the comments here, I am on – Dan's side of it, and I'm on the other guy's side of it. On the dance side, it'll be a cold day in hell before I root for either team. So I'm not going to say they're going to burn there, but I'm just saying it's going to be a cold day in hell before I root for <laughs> well, it's I've never desert, understood so. that phrase either, though. <laughs> How could it be cold in hell? It's like the saying when pigs fly. I always love my bacon air flown in. You know, that's how it always is. For mm-hmm. me. But when I look at both of these coaches, um, you know, Andy Reid, as Dan has said, Mike and Jeff and Bill made it very eloquently. He's been to the dance. He, he, he knows what to do. He knows how to coach this team. As for Nick Sirianni, I don't know if he is prepared enough. He was given, like Mike said, he was given a loaded team. And look, any team that has A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goder, and Jalen Hurts as your quarterback. It's a money team. The question becomes, and exactly as Mike said, is what are the D.C.s going to do, and how are they going to control the game? And let me tell you, 
trying to control either one of these two quarterbacks. It's like trying to wrestle down a Mustang in open territory. It's not going to be easy. And chess match is another good term to say. Another thing going on this weekend is we got Rihanna doing the halftime show. And okay. I, I don't know if we're supposed to be excited. I don't know who's going to be a special guest. But um, may I give ahead, a quick go. prediction? Do you think, um, I know he made an appearance at last year's halftime show, but do you think Eminem's going to come back because they did some songs together? I wonder if they're going to do, um, what is it? Um, well, there's a couple of them. Um, the, Love the Way You Lie. I wonder if he's going to come out and they're going to do Love the Way You Lie together. Or, or uh, the, the, he may stay on and do The Monster as well. Oh, that yes. would be nice. So who else? Get us, I'm sorry, Bill. Go ahead. I apologize. Who do you, who do you else? I, I thought I was going to pro- – I think I was probably going to ask the same question you would ask. Who do you think gonna, could also possibly make a special appearance? Didn't she do a song with Jay-Z at one point? I was going to just yeah. about to say Jay-Z no. could be a surprise. Run this Mind it, it wouldn't shock me. Well, yeah, that that umbrella. It also wouldn't shock me. Me, I don't know how close they are now, but it also wouldn't shock me if Kanye was there too. Oh, I don't think he's gonna do it. I don't think so either. But it wouldn't shock me because they don't want to touch that with a with a thirty foot pole. Well, but they they've had some hits together. So when you look at Super Bowl halftime shows and. Let's make it easy. Let's go from the early 90s to now is when that, you know, not to take anything away from before that, but most of this group is going to have seen shows at 99 or mid 90s and up. Some of them might have been in diapers at that point, but that's okay. I've seen 37 different Super Bowl halftimes that I can honestly remember. And it's, it's funny that it's going to come in. Last year's was my favorite. Really? Um, yes. I mean, I, I've seen Michael Jackson. I, I've uh, we saw the likes of Beyonce. We see we've seen the likes of a lot. But last year's was kind of more of an emotional tribute to somebody, and I think they got their point across last year. And it was a great show. Tupac, we miss you, mind you. To me, that was an amazing show because it brought people from the way music changed and brought no matter who they were right to center stage. And they did a great show. That was mine. Does anybody else have a favorite halftime show they want to talk about? Bill. Uh, I have two and I'll make it quick. Um, First one. And this is one I've discovered. They're both in the two thousands. First one was the U2 halftime show. At Super Bowl 36, I think that was so great because that was right after 9-11. And actually, Janet Jackson was supposed to be the halftime show that year. But but because of made headlines for other reasons, but she did. She didn't feel safe. Actually, there's conflicting stories. One story, she didn't feel safe. The other one is that we don't really find that appropriate. We should get something else. Um, But yeah, um, but I but um, the. Best part of that, even though it was a very brief halftime show, um, when they were before they were doing the song "The Streets," where the streets have no name, they had the names of all the victims, and of the nine eleven attacks. And at the end of 
the show, Bono puts his jacket up and has the American flag in there. And I thought that was just, you know, because that really needed to, I think that was a halftime show we needed after 9-11. Um, my other favorite is, I'm saying this because I'm a huge Beatles fan. I've seen this man in concert, Paul McCartney. Another good choice. Because, like I said, I'm a big Beatles fan. I've seen him in concert. Um, he's, because just the impact of of his music and seeing on, like, America's biggest stage was really something. Jeff? Uh, well, the most recent were, I just because, you know, I'm a guy, and I have to say Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Oh, that was great. I was mesmerized. I don't think I moved a half an inch from the end of the couch. Mm-hmm. And I look, and there's my wife just like, what are you staring at? What do you think I'm staring <laughs> at? Uh, All but us just, people alike, yes. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Prince and um, who's... Timberlake. Prince is just unbelievably phenomenal. And um, oh, why am I spacing out on this, guys? Um, oh, man. Bruno Mars. That was another good one. I enjoyed that, was, that one. That was really good. We're going to go to Dan. So, I mean, how many can I give? Like, just my favorite overall? You could could do one or two. Um, Well, Bruno Mars is by far the best I've seen and stuff. That's that halftime show. You know, Bruno Bruno is... It's tough to figure out as an artist. Sometimes he does a little bit modern. Sometimes he takes you back a little bit, do a little funk, maybe a little eighties, seventies. But then he goes a little modern with you too. So it's like he very, very interesting guy, and he, he's a good performer. He's a very good performer, and so so he was definitely my favorite. Mike, one the my, oh, sorry. my my very first memory of halftime shows. Again, I didn't really get into Super Bowl till like the maybe around 2004 ish. Uh, my earliest memory of halftime shows is the, the first one that I remember very well is the Paul McCartney one in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Where, and the most memorable moment of that was when they were singing Age. And I remember getting emotional about it because it's like, it's a good song. And stuff, so yeah, it's uh, it was pretty awesome to watch, but no, Bruno Mars is my favorite, and Mikey. Oh, Bruno was Bruno was enjoyable, that was a good one. I don't remember the ones from the early 2000s as well, but yeah, you know what, because of it, it created another iconic moment. Beyonce. That's a good she one. Really good. We, yeah. we got a half hour blackout after that. <laughs> she knew she didn't want the world to stop talking about her. So she created a whole blackout. Oh, Mike with the conspiracies. <laughs> I, I, I'm very much into conspiracies. Other factor, NFL, we need a Weird Al halftime show. Yes. Oh, yes. Go into that. Oh. I would kill for that. Well, not kill, we are live. So I would love that. 
I mean, this was the perfect year to do it too after his movie. It's definitely a halftime show needed. Bill. You know, um, I want to ask, since we talk about best halftime shows, I don't like to get negative, but I'm curious to ask if you guys don't mind. What do you think, in your opinion, was the worst halftime show? Black Eyed Peas. The Weeknd. Justin Timberlake. Which one? Worst? The worst. I would say... I mean, there's a few of them I didn't like. I didn't like Maroon 5. Yeah. I didn't like Katy Perry's. I did not like that. Wow. Um, Black Eyed Peas was iffy too. The weekend wasn't bad. It, it, the camera shots were weird. I, I think the visuals were weird. But he, <laughs> as a performer, he was fine. I didn't. I didn't really mind that. Um, I had no idea who he was. Though, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. I was like, who? I was Jeff, and I. No, I'm in that younger generation. I didn't know who that was. Mind you, I'm not very big into music. And when they said the weekend, I said, I'm already here. It was Sunday. (laughs) Here were my my two. The first one I'm going to say, and it's a really, it's a big shame because I actually really do like this band. They actually are one of my favorites. Coldplay. Because, and I consider myself a fan. It's, and, and I just, I didn't even think their performance was that bad. I just thought the whole show was just sort of very ADHD. It was just, here's Coldplay, here's Bruno Mars, here's Beyonce, here's this, here's that. And they're just throwing so much at you. I'm like, I'm like, we got to do everything at you guys right now. And I'm like, I'm like thinking, I and, and it just didn't work well because I think they may have re-recorded that show like earlier in the day. Because I'm like thinking, because it was still, because when it was the second quarter, it was dark. But when they did the halftime show, it was still light out. I'm like, did they pre-record this or something? Or, and I'm like thinking, the East Coast, remember, Coast time mean exactly. I, I was watching it with my butt with my a couple of my buddies when I was in college, and we're like, what the is this? But um, yeah, but I would say the worst one was probably the Black Eyed Peas. But the best part of that was Slash. Yes. I'm not even a big Guns N' Roses fan, but yeah. One of the greatest guitarists to ever live. I, I always love a good Slash. That. Now, if halftime shows didn't perk you up, there's always one thing during the Super Bowl that better than 50% of the people watching can't wait for. And that's not the game itself. It's the commercials. <laughs> And the commercials over the years are getting better and better and funnier. Now, I'm the oldest. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty much the oldest one. I was old enough to remember Cindy Crawford in the Pepsi commercial when it came out. I mean, that takes us way back. Commercials are now costing for a 30-second spot $7 million. $7 million to get your ad on the Super Bowl. And throughout the years, there's been some great ones. And my standout will is, I have two. One goes back into the mid to late 90s, was a convenience store set up. And there's a 
Pepsi vendor and a Coke vendor. And the Coke guy is just starting to load his stuff in. And the Pepsi guy finishes, walks out. The Coke guy goes and sneaks a Pepsi and the entire freezer case just falls out. To me, that was funny. The Coke guy's grabbing a Pepsi and he's now on camera. The other one happened right after I had Charlotte about a year or two. I think it was about a year later with the Doritos commercial with the baby inside and the baby following the Dorito and then flies out. If it was only that simple, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure all women would be in favor for that. But those are my two. I want to hear if you guys have any favorites on a commercials. And we're going to we're going to start with Bill on this one. Bill, do you have a commercial in your mind that stands out? You come back to me. I just got to. I will be more than glad to come back to you. We're going to go to Jeff. Um, hmm. And it can be commercial from now, from past, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I know. It's I, I think the spot. Yeah, no, there's uh, the last one. I the, ol- the only one that I can vividly remember is when the, they invent the time machine for the Doritos and. They think the kid grew up and is like this old guy. Yes. Uh, but there's certain ones I like sort of remember. I think there was a one for like IBM, the PC Junior. Yes. Or something like that. And that was like early 80s. I had to have been like, yeah. Because I, I started watching my first Super Bowl was the Bears Patriots Super Bowl. That was the first one I watched. Um, but, but then I went through, unfortunately, many, many years where I really didn't watch too many commercials because like once halftime hit, and stuff like that, you know, or during that, you know, that's when you go get your beer, you go to the bathroom, you go outside, um, or just kind of like do whatever. So like now recently I've been kind of skipping the commercials for the most part. Okay. Danny boy. I would say the commercial I mean, and any of the Doritos commercials, <laughs> they they always make some good commercials for sure. The one that really stood out to me a lot of times was the puppy monkey baby type of thing. I forget which one, yeah. which ad that was. Was that? that I know one? what you're talking about. Yeah, but that one. Um, yeah, it, it's it's uh, a it's a weird time, but of course, you know, I, I wasn't, I was barely, I wasn't even alive for this one, but the, the commercial where was the commercial with the, when the Buffalo bills are trying to figure out like how to diagram the perfect play for the Super Bowl. And they uh, had no idea whether it was that <laughs> commercial. Yes. I believe, I believe that was during their four year losing streak. Yeah. So um, that, that I think that that's a good commercial too. Uh, wasn't alive for that one, but yeah. The pun master. We know we know Mike to be all knowledgeable. But which commercial, Mike? Okay, so so I'm I'm with Jeff and Dan. I'm always big on the Doritos commercials. Those are some of my favorites. Um, I'm also big on the E Trade baby. Anything yes. to do with the E Trade baby, I, I find hilarious um and you i believe dilly dilly started at the super bowl as well 
Yes, it, it did. And it went on on this network for a long time. Yeah, Dilly Dilly was good stuff. So it was it the ultimate answer. Well. It aged very well, the Dilly Dilly from, from Bo Weiser. Yeah, so those would probably be my top three. Okay, I'm going to go one more and then I'm going to ask a question to the group. My last one was. Wait, I didn't go there. Oh, God. God, I forgot I'm coming back to Bill. We're going right back to Bill. Uh, okay. Um, you have to. I, okay, two that I think about is well, because, like Jeff, I've kind of been kind of on the commercials, but two I could think about. One was a couple years ago was the um, the one with Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. They were doing the, the dirty dancing. That was, that was well done. That was hilarious. Um, another one, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but because I have this weird habit of remembering random things, but it was for some phone commercial. It was for 6G. It was like a 6G thing. It was um, Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon. And I just want to say Ozzy, who retired on the same day as Tom Brady, which is pretty strange. But like they're he's trying to shoot this commercial and they're trying to get it right and he goes, just say it just say it and then and then after they got the worst thing that ever happened to music justin bieber come in and go it's bieber 6g bieber and then also go what's a 6g and sharon what's a bieber and <laughs> and then justin timberlake makes a cameo goes i don't know but it looks like a girl I don't know if anybody remembers that commercial, but it was no. one of the, yeah, one of the other ones I'm gonna throw in for a great honor on that was I believe I, I don't remember which brand of car it was, but there's a little kid dressed up as Darth Vader and he's going around and trying to use the force and starts stuff. Yes, the car that. has an automatic starter and he goes outside and stands in front of the car and puts his arms out to use the force and dad starts the car and the reaction on the kid hmm. is priceless. It's like, I did it. I am. But no matter how many new commercials I've seen, there's still only one commercial that'll always be ranked the best. And it never comes from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's still the mean Joe green commercial with the kid giving him a Coke and him giving the kid the Jersey the reason why that commercial is so good is Mean Joe Green didn't know how to smile at all. He didn't <laughs> smile at all. And that's all they wanted him to do. And he did it in one take. And it's still the most famous commercial of all time, in my opinion. I forgot that was a Super Bowl commercial. It was one, it was one of the, the first ones to ever really get notoriety. And to this day, I don't think anybody could replicate it. I don't think anybody can make it any better. So the big game is coming up in two days. I've already told you that we're going to be live on Sunday. Dan, where can they find up about good information leading up to Sunday? So just follow our Twitter at S Insanity Real. Uh, website www.sportsdaynetwork.com. And follow our YouTube. Because that's where you're going to get everything, YouTube. And, you know, because our great president isn't here, we're going to let Mike tell him where the website is. And go to the website, www.thesportsandsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. 
And for me, Mark Oldops guy Halpern, along with Vice President Danny Boy, Reginald, Mike the Pun Master Rifkin, Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy, and Jeffrey Knapp, we bid you good night. I hope you all had a fun evening enjoying us, watching the guides and us do a little trivia. We will be back Sunday at two o'clock for our Super Bowl full preview, in which Mike was going to pick the winner. If not, Mike has to do the truffle shuffle live on the Sports Insanity Network. Mike that is just learning like about fans content right there. <laughs> yeah, that, that yes, and have fun and enjoy.